Welcome to Random Questions, the show that turns interviews on their head. I'm Eric Johnson, and who the hell are you? I'm Keegan Cook. That's right, and uh, we've been friends for, what, like three, four years, something like that? Yes. Okay. It feels like forever. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm not sure if that's, is that a nice a thing or, thing. it's a good thing, all right, fine. Uh, if this is your first time listening, here's how it works. Neither Keegan nor I know what we're going to talk about today. I have a list of 261 questions, and every time I hit this button, we'll get a new one at random. You can submit your questions for future guests at randomquestions.xyz. Now, here comes the first question. Keegan, do you have a guilty pleasure? <laughs> a guilty pleasure. Well, uh, first thing that comes to mind is donuts. Why is that? Uh, donuts are the most delicious thing on the planet. Um, however, my girlfriend will not allow me to eat donuts. Oh. Um, due to their health consequences, as she likes to call them. <laughs> I, I, just for the sake of transparency, we should acknowledge she's sitting right here and you're looking at her. Just kind of right. cautiously eyeing just to make sure. <laughs> choose my words That's about right. donuts very carefully. That's right. <laughs> um, and in fact, I've been uh, about 10 months donut sober. Oh, which I'm pretty proud of. That's interesting, because I have, I have a video that disproves that. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't count. That one didn't count? Wait. That one time in Vegas didn't count. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. The three of us were in Vegas together, and uh, you, you were allowed to cheat with exactly one miniature donut. And it was like le- it was like smaller than a donut hole. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I do. I still do have the video of that somewhere. But um, so so uh, that, that's your guilty pleasure. And then so how long have you been uh, have, have had donuts prior to your your sobriety? How yes. long had those been important to you? Ever since I was a young child. Uh, donuts were always a strong part As of my life. As opposed to an old child? Or <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> um, instead of getting birthday cakes, I would get donut cakes. Really? Uh, that's right. So my parents would create stacks of donuts and stick candles in them and present those to me on birthdays. <laughs> so so uh, and do you remember like when that started or, or how that started? Like did, did it one day just like two year old Keegan like say the word donut and the parents and your parents were like, yeah. Well, I guess he likes donuts. I don't I'm I'm guessing that the gateway was during the fall in Michigan, the okay. thing to do is to go to these cider shops where ah. it's like a kind of an old farm, you pet some goats and you get some cider and with that cider you get donuts. Got it. And I think that's where the addiction started. But goats and cider, not as much of a guilty pleasure for you? No, no, not so much. (laughs) Here comes the next question. If you were a ghost, where would you haunt? Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, well, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, who? Who would I like haunting? Yeah. Is is there someone you'd like revenge on for for, for, uh, once you shuffle off the mortal coil? I don't know. I think I think I would be a friendly ghost. Really, like Casper. Um, like Casper, and I think I would bring company to old people. Um, and the thing, really? that, yeah, the thing that comes to mind is um, uh, one of my grandmas. I have many, many grandmas, but one of my grandmas, um, when her husband passed, she started developing abilities. Uh, so she would. Uh, know when a phone is going to ring like 
like a minute before it rings. She would, she would point at the phone and say, that's going to ring in a minute. Exactly. And she would prepare for that phone call. So she would be like, okay, so <laughs> I have to finish up this Sloppy Joe mix I'm making right now because the phone's about to ring. I have minute. 51 seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, and was she always right? Oh, yeah. Well, this is what I uh, heard uh, through the family. Right. Uh, I never experienced it myself, but... Uh, the family said it was totally legit. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and for her, it was, um, it was this surprising new ability that she had never like had before. Um, and it was before very, she was old be, before her husband passed. Oh, oh, I see. And, um, for her, it was some kind of connection to a spiritual world. Right. And it provided a lot of comfort, uh, for her. And so I think huh. I would be that kind of ghost that, like, maybe not gives people the ability to predict phone calls, but, like, <laughs> you know, d- does things to provide comfort for old people. So, so that, that'd be a funny idea of, like, you know, how there's, like, the patron saints of, like, various things. Like, if there were, like, ghosts who were just, like, assigned, like, you know, otherworldly duties, you know, okay, yes. you're responsible for making sure she, know the fo- she knows the phone's going <laughs> to ring. You, on the other hand, you're responsible for making sure that, you know, there's like earthquakes. You, you're, we trust you a lot more. You, you're the earthquake guy, That's you know? Right. Everyone's got a role. Yeah. <laughs> you, if you had your, your choice, was there a specific role that you would, you would pick? Oh. I would, yeah, I can't really think of things. Um... Uh, maybe like some kind of reminders like i would place objects around the house to remind yeah. the person of things uh, of, of kind of like uh nostalgic things. exactly like yeah. uh, like like place a picture of the family here and there that that's she sweet. runs into yeah <laughs> keeping so. the friendly ghost that's right <laughs> yeah. i like that all right here comes the next question but then i would also oh. terrorize like frat boys and stuff oh well like let's that, keep on you know. going then <laughs> 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 so yeah i would i would definitely like get back so that i would have this nice like side right but like that would be like my night job and then during my day job i would like terrorize frat frat boys <laughs> why frat boys um i remember the thing the imagery that comes together was um when i was in college i lived in hippie co-ops okay uh and they were vegetarian and we at one one year we had this um, group of guys moving next to us. They took over this house, and they kind of created their own like impromptu frat. And uh, the thing that they liked to do was uh, they liked to put raw meat in our mailbox uh. of our vegetarian house. Mm. Um, and they like lit couches on fire in front of our building and okay stuff that's like, that. like crossing the line from like really gross praying to like this could cause an actual I know, fire I know. it was bad <laughs> and so i would probably haunt them now important question do you find the specific people who did that to you or you just go to their house and kind of like a pox on their house sort of thing oh yeah um i think it was it was kind of like a culture in the house and so I would do my best to like defeat that culture. Basically, so, you hang out in their their house until finally the university shuts them down because exactly. of all the people screaming in the mid- middle of the day. That's right. That's right. Because <laughs> that, that, that's your day job. You could be screaming in the middle of the night. It's like, it's like someone who's like you know just waking up from a hangover. You know, it's like, yeah. bro, man, I just uh, <laughs> yeah. so which holy shit, what is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, here comes the next question. 
<laughs> this is this is random questions. This yeah. is this is I did not plan this order. Have you ever seen a ghost? Whoa. Uh, no, I have not seen a ghost. Um, but I do have a ghost story. I I'd love to hear it. Okay, this is kind of a long one. That's fine. Okay. So I won't. I'll make up names for everyone because uh, this is a true story. But I'll, I'll my use friend Schmegan, <laughs> really cool guy, really handsome and and, and smart. Schmegan. Okay. okay. So this happened to a family friend. Um, he he was a good friend of mine. Uh, let's call him uh, Freddie. Okay. Um, He's a good friend of mine. We went to school together. We hung out together. We went on like vacations together. Like we were pretty close. And um, he he had one older brother. Uh, let's call him Ted. Okay. <laughs> Freddie and Ted. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he had an older brother named Ted. And his parents, Freddie and Ted's parents, were scientists. They were both scientists. One was. Um, a very well-known scientist in like the pharmacy, uh, pharmacology, pharmaceutical space, and the other was um, a nutrition scientist. Okay. And this was in Ann Arbor, Michigan. So, um, one day, um, or, or I should say, over time, the older brother Ted uh, started acting a little strange. Like, he was always into sports and very active, but he kind of became a little more reclusive over time. And um, he, he started doing weird things, like his, his grades were started, started slipping, he was kind of losing some friends. Um, that never happens to any teenager. Right, exactly. Like weird. <laughs> but he was also, yeah, he was doing some other strange, like, behaviors. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, a, a, an example that was leading up to the main event. <laughs> uh, and, uh, so, so, let's just say, like, things like he would separate, like, he would started separating vegetables on his dinner plate. Like, th- new behaviors that he never did before. Okay. Well, anyways, this got more and more intense, and it led up to an event where he was... Uh, so the, the family was downstairs, like, watching TV or something, and then all of a sudden they heard Ted start screaming at the top of his lungs uh, in his room. And so they run up to go see Ted to see what's going on, and Ted is just standing there, like, with this, like, a face of pure awe and, like, a, like a fear... Um, and he's pointing to a pile of socks in his closet and just screaming at the pile of socks. And so the family at that point, you know, they looked through the socks. It was, it was just a pile of socks. Right. Um, and so at that point, the family said, okay, you know, this is, this is pretty weird. Uh, we better, like, start, like, investigating this. This is beyond typical teenager stuff. And so they, they took him to all... These doctors, um, you know, they, they being scientists themselves, they were very well connected. And they took them all to the, all the best, like, neuroscientists um, and everything to try to figure out what's wrong with Ted. But they didn't find anything. Like, were they, these were, like, psychiatrists? Or these were they, or they, were they more, like, biologically looking, like, doing scans of his brain? I think stuff? it was both. I think okay. they were definitely doing scans um, to see if there was any abnormalities. But they're also take, uh, talking to psychiatry, a psychiatrist yeah. and like trying to figure out if there was some like 
event that had triggered this weird behavior. They couldn't find anything. Um, and this was getting very frustrating because Ted's behavior was just getting worse and worse. And so they always with socks, or was it other stuff? It, it was all sorts of stuff. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I don't know exactly other examples beyond that. I just know that it was it was continually bad, and and Ted was just not himself. And so finally, the parents um, kind of put up their hands. And, well, and said, well, geez, let's start talking to some religious folks. Because like, they, they were not religious people, but they're like, our son is messed up, and let's try all options on the table. When you say religious folks, <laughs> yes. my mind goes to like the exorcist. Yep. So they went to an exorcist. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they went, and in fact, they went to the best exorcist. Uh, in in America, apparently. okay. <laughs> or do they have a five star rating on Yelp? I, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> great reviews. <laughs> uh, and he he they they flew to Chicago to meet with him, and they brought Ted along with them, and the the exorcist looked at Ted and said, uh, "Yep, uh, Ted is definitely possessed." Um, he, he, we need to perform an exorcism immediately. Okay, now let me just cut it here. <laughs> just, I, I realize it may not be the. the quite appropriate phrase for this, but devil's advocate here. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wouldn't the exorcist always say, yes, this person is possessed? Yes. Because that means they get money? Absolutely. Okay. I, I, I am totally with you on that one. All right. If I was an exorcist, that's what I would do. If you were an exorcist, everyone <laughs> would be possessed to be like, not just him, the two of you and that's everyone right. here. You're all in the exorcisms. Right. Yeah, exactly. Group discount. So the... You know, the parents, being scientists, they're like, well, obviously we don't believe in this stuff, but, you know, fuck it, let's do it. Nothing else <laughs> That's right. So they, um, they perform the exorcism. Okay, and... I don't know what that means. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think, like, they strapped him to a chair or anything like that. Right. But I think there was, like, a ritual involved. Oh, my God. Um, and immediately, Ted was back to normal. Really? After the exorcism. He, 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 knew, he knew and remembered uh, everything he did that was weird. Okay. But he said he just didn't have any control over it. Um, that it was uh, just something that was kind of like taking control of him. Wow. And he just uh, didn't, yeah, he, he just kind of, there was like two people inside of his body. So, so it was a successful exorcism. It, it was... It seems to have worked on him, and he recognizes that something changed, mm-hmm. even if they don't know exactly what. Right. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so Ted is back to normal. Yeah. But that's not the end of the oh story. Oh my god, no, Freddy! <laughs> <laughs> Freddy was fine. Oh, but nothing okay. happened to Freddy. You had Freddy. me worried there for a second about Freddy's. He, you introduced him at the start of the story, I was worried about his well-being here. <laughs> so, during the exorcism, okay. the exorcist gets in contact with the demon or whatever is being uh whatever is possessing uh teddy or ted um and so he uh was able to learn a little bit about this possessor um i don't know if you you would say it was a spirit or a demon or whatever i guess in this case it was a spirit it was a spirit of someone who had died in the house that Freddie and Ted were living. Whoa. And the exorcist said, 
Okay, um, I'm seeing something or I'm hearing something about the basement. You guys need to investigate what's going on in your basement. Oh no. Because some, like, I'm feeling something like something's going on in the basement. So, so the family, like, after this whole event, they're just like, what the hell? Like, what is going on? Like, we've never believed in any of this stuff. But if you're in that situation, you are definitely going down to the basement. That's right. <laughs> so, they fly back to Michigan, and they go down to the basement. They don't really see anything. Right. Uh, you know, they, they take out all the stuff they had stored down there, uh, they, they, and they started checking the walls. And uh, when they were checking the walls, they found a loose brick, a, a loose stone. Um, and so they removed the stone, and there was a small, like, little cave. Uh, just, like a secret room? Uh, not like a room, but like a small storage space that they didn't know about. Um, like a little cubby, almost. Yeah. And in the cubby was a... Uh, chest uh that it was a metal chest it was all rusty and they broke it open it was locked so they broke open the chest and in the chest they found videotapes no and those videotapes were very bad videotapes uh involving the previous owner of the house and young children oh Uh, (laughs) so they were like holy crap like this is ridiculous yeah. Um, and what they had deduced was that, re- like a couple months before Ted started acting weird, they had started remodeling the house, which interfered with the basement. They they like took out half the basement or something like that. Right. I don't know to put in some new like back porch area. Sure. Um, and that must have disturbed the spirit of the guy that used to live in the house. Wow. And that's what caused him to possess Ted. That is crazy. Yeah. And you heard, like, so this is, I won't, I won't, like, you know, pry into the privacy of this person, obviously, yeah. but, like, so you heard this just because, just from being a family friend, like, is it, this is something, did they tell us to everyone, or is this yes. just, like... and that's the thing. So not only did we hear it just because they're friends, but we also heard it because the parents after going through this experience they're like oh my god like we have to like tell people just about this and so what they would do is they would go around to the local bookstores and do talks really uh, yeah scheduled talks it was not like they were like doing propaganda stuff <laughs> they would just do talks and the only thing they did during the talks was just talk about what had happened to them there was no like infusion of some new religious belief or anything they were just like listen we're scientists we believe in like observations and taking data right and therefore we want to share this data that we collected with other people so that they can create their own conclusions and so they would go to these uh, like bookstores and just talk about what had happened to their family. I feel like there's there's totally a movie in there somewhere. Just uh-huh. kind of the characters of the the, the, the true the, the real scientists who only believe in cold hard facts, and then you have an inexplicable phenomenon, and then there's like there's the third act twist. You got they got to get to sell the movie rights. To yeah, that, you know? I know. Make some, I know. Make some cash off of it. <laughs> Bizarre life story. Yeah, yeah. So after that, yeah. So, so in, light, in light of that story, uh, are, are you happy that you've never seen a ghost? <laughs> I don't... 
yes and no. I think seeing a ghost would be so scary, but I also think it would um, change the way you view the rest of your life. Uh, yeah. You, having that kind of realization that something happens after death, I think. That, that there is something that, that can yeah. cross over and that yeah. there's, yeah. Yeah. So I think it would be comforting in some way. Yeah. Although maybe not as comforting if you're a frat boy and you're being terrorized by it. (laughs) All right, here comes the next question. Out of any of the body parts that you currently have two of, you have to get a third one. What body part do you choose? Oh, man. I think definitely hand. Hands? Yeah. Why is that? Okay, so does... Does a body part include like a whole arm? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, I would just do a full whole arm. Third arm. Third arm. Yeah. Where would you put it? Um, somewhere on my upper body, uh, <laughs> probably. Uh, you know, maybe it would be more convenient if it just like came out the right side. You know, it kind of came off of your right arm. Yeah. Sort of? So you just have two right arms, let's say. <laughs> Because uh, there are several points in every day where I wish I could have like another hand to do yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, so, so you can maybe explain kind of uh, what what you do and what, why it would be helpful to have uh, have yeah. a third arm. So, um, so I make little science kits for kids that include uh, lots of little components, um, and so I'm constantly like holding. Uh, so let's say I'm soldering something. I'm holding one object and holding uh, some soldering uh, material and a soldering iron right. all in the other hand. And if I just had a third hand to hold one of those objects, it would be... It help your balance. Yeah. Get different angles, maybe. That's right. I, I, I guess the, 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 the downside to that, though, would be that um, from that point on, you could never be a spokesperson for Mudwatt because then <laughs> if you ever went out into public, people, all the kids would be like, forget the science kid. I, I want a third arm. Like, they, they, they would be all about the third That's arm. Right. It's like Keegan the superhero, you know? That's right. Yeah, that's true. What about you? Uh, I... I've thought about this. I, I do think that having a third arm, that, that seems like the most logical thing in a way, just for sort of, you know, I'm a, I'm a clumsy person. It'd be helpful to uh, have an extra arm to catch myself if I, you know, I'm tripping over stuff. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I also am kind of a, attracted to the idea of, of, of if it like a third eye, like Ooh. being able to see out the back of my head or, or something yeah, like that. Um, I, I, th- I think that'd be kind of interesting, you know, just to sort of... Um, see the world from that from a different perspective in a way like it's not as practical of an ability it's not something where we're all the time you know you would necessarily have uses for having a third eye and it would have the same effect of probably you know making you making you something of a public freak show for, uh-huh. for a lot of people but uh-huh. <laughs> I, I i am like you know uh in video games i play a lot of video games and i, I sometimes mm-hmm. like the whole thing of being able to flip around the camera and quickly look look behind you that's not something you can yeah. uh do like back Got and it. forth back and forth you know in, in the real world yeah. at least not without making yourself extremely dizzy yeah nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah cool i could see that yeah. all right here comes the next question what is an animal that you would not be willing to eat Hmm. So you, you, you should preface this by saying, so you, you eat meat, right? Keep yes. Going. Okay. So you, you do, uh, you eat cow, you eat chicken, yes. you eat fish. Yep. I eat everything. Oh, but is, is it really everything, though? <laughs> it, I imagine there must be a line uh, somewhere. I'm going to try and find it. Okay. Let's see. 
so I guess um, so I've thought about this a little bit okay from like the whole um, fear factor series yeah. where you know you could get millions of dollars if you eat some cockroaches or something like that and isn't it it was tied to like people who are specifically like afraid of bugs right it was oh, something like yeah that? right yeah I think you're right yep but still eating something gross was yeah, a right. way to make a fast fast million. And so I, I thought, like, okay, no matter how gross it is, if there's a payout at the end, I would probably be willing to eat it. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, it, so say you, you have to endure, like, 15 minutes of just pure grossness. But you get like a million dollars afterwards. I think that'll be worth it. <laughs> so, so uh, what if it's not something gross? What if it's something like, uh, well, this goes right too. What, what about humans? Oh, would you eat human meat for a million dollars? For okay, and the person is already dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're eating someone who's still alive. Right <laughs> They've died of natural causes. <laughs> Yeah, I think I would. Wow. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, to me, it's just, you know, I did not kill the person. There's no, like, moral things going on. To me, it's just some flesh. It would just be meat. It would just be meat. <laughs> what, what, what about, uh, what about like, a cat? A cat? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd be, I'd be fine with eating a cat. Only for a million dollars, or just in general? Oh, in general. <laughs> <laughs> if the cat died of natural causes, <laughs> then um, and and there was money involved, then yeah, sure. Okay, I, I would eat a cat. That that, that, would, that would help you along. Yeah, but... I wouldn't do it just for the sport of it. Okay. But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, here comes the next question. Did you enjoy your time in high school? Hmm, I don't think so. No? So I should preface this by saying I have a terrible memory. Okay. And I have like... But you have a great memory for your friend's ghost story. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very intricate ghost story. <laughs> um, so to me, high school is just a big blur. But I remember being tired all the time. Yeah. And, my, and the reason I remember this is because my friends remind me of this constantly. They, they said I would go into class sit down, fall asleep immediately, and then wake up when the, when the bell rang and walk to my next class and do the same thing. And I did that all day long. And why were you tired? Was, like, was there a specific reason? One potential reason was I, I may have had a thyroid problem that I was not aware of. Because ah. <laughs> in college, um, uh, I actually went to a doctor about my tiredness and uh, they, they, you know, they found out that I had hypothyroidism and now I take a pill every morning and I feel better. So it could be that I had like this hypo, hypothyroidism and I was so tired. Um, or it could just be that I was staying up late and playing video games. Either or. Night. <laughs> <laughs> like, did, did your teachers ever... Give you give you shit for it? Did they ever no. like really? Yeah, I don't remember ever getting yelled at. Well, that. you you were asleep while you were yelled uh, at, right. so yeah. <laughs> I I think they were. It was like a very large public school, and I think they were happy if some kids just kind of were not noisy. Yeah, <laughs> what one fewer kid to put up with until the exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't think I I definitely did not like thrive or grow as a person in high school. Yeah. Oh, that happened later. 
says so college or after college? Yeah, I think once I got to college, I actually started being engaged in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and you also dealt with your thyroid problems. That's so, right, yeah. exactly. <laughs> it kind of goes hand in hand, yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah. What about you? I'm curious about you, Eric. Um, yeah, well, so I went to, like, a really competitive high school. So, like, when I look back on it, it's all this shit that's, like, in, in hindsight, where it's, like, you know, I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I hadn't obsessed over, you know, that test uh, or, yeah. you know. Right. <laughs> uh, I didn't really have a social life until, you know, <laughs> until yeah. college. And so, um, and that kind of, in hindsight, there's a lot that I didn't like. But at the time, I mean, I was sort of, um, I was I was mostly okay with it. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of... Um, like I said, it was a very competitive school, so I was spending a lot of time, you know, staying up late, like, you know, working on projects, doing yeah. homework, that sort of thing, studying for, you know, various exams, yeah. uh, all that stuff. And so, you know, w- when you're doing that every day, you kind of don't really, if you don't have an alternative or, or you know, if, if you uh, don't really, aren't aware of alternatives, then mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it's easy to just kind of go go along with it. But, yeah, but in absolutely. hindsight, I was like, man, I wish I had actually gone to a party. <laughs> 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 yeah. That probably would have been good for me, you know? <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, here comes the next question. Do you prefer flying or driving when you travel? I think I like flying. Why is that? Um... Flying to me is this rare opportunity. Uh, to me, flying is like little mini vacations. Just um, being on an airplane. Being on an airplane confined to a space where you your face is directed towards a little screen for multiple hours. And like, it's an inconvenience to go to the bathroom. <laughs> because Man, this is great! <laughs> <laughs> but to me, that like, just provides like an atmosphere that like allows me to just zone out for several hours yeah and so i like flying a lot. well it's, it's sort of the the the, the uh, paradox of choice if you in the, in the world you can do anything on on your computer you can you know learn about anything it's like eh, i just want to watch tv <laughs> that's you know? right yeah exactly <laughs> so on the on the airplane it's like okay i have these 10 movies and that's it that's right. yeah. <laughs> that or the in-flight magazine and everyone knows those things are awful yeah <laughs> Well, so so then, uh, then then what what about driving? Is there anything uh, specifically about driving that you that you don't enjoy, or is it just that you really enjoy the inconvenience of having to get up to go to the bathroom that much more? <laughs> um, with driving, um, there are parts of driving that I do enjoy, like like I like blasting the radio really loud. Um, but I think in general. I think driving still stresses me out a little bit. You know, you always have to be aware of things going on. Yeah. And, uh, have to be awake. You have to be awake. Uh, and like after driving for like a few hours, you get out of the car and you're, you're tired because you're aware for three hours straight. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think, I think that's probably the, my biggest beef. Yeah. Driving. I, once <laughs> self-driving cars come out, that'll be great. They, once those come out, maybe, maybe it'll flip the uh, flip the occasion. That's right. As long as they put the little screens in, in, in every That's seat. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like, hope you're enjoying your self-driving car. Now please download some content from Google Play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah I, I want a self-driving car too. That, that seems like that would be. I mean, at the same at the same time though, I do when I when I've driven for. Um, for vacation to go meet up my family up in you know like Tahoe or wherever you know mm-hmm. there is something uh, really nice about like like you said blasting the music and you know uh, just mm-hmm. kind of the, the freedom of especially once you head out in that direction kind of the, 
open road where it's like seven lanes and you know mm-hmm. there, there is something that that's kind of one of the few times when I can actually understand the whole like American car, car yeah, culture thing right. so like, oh, okay now I get it yeah for, like, for, for a couple hours I get it yeah, you know <laughs> like, it tastes like freedom exactly yeah, yeah. so it's uh, <laughs> yeah so it's, there, there is something there whereas I guess in the plane it is interesting that, that you you associate the um some some of the uh, inconveniences as like perks in a way. Right. I, maybe it's just a, a frame of mind thing, you know, mm-hmm. where, where so many people like to complain about like you know all the things that are wrong with airplanes. Maybe it's just a matter of just focusing on other things. And That's it's, right. It's that yeah. much more enjoyable. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It's kind of like um, if uh, for some animals like alligators, if they they could be very aggressive, but if you cover their eyes they're completely passive really yeah it as cindy would actually know all about this growing up with alligators as a young <laughs> child why am i talking to you I should be talking I to her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah when, once they can't see anything then they're they're just like well i can't do anything so they just kind of chill out yeah <laughs> it's like well i guess i'm here now <laughs> that's you yeah, that's me. But when you're um, on a plane, you are an alligator with a blindfold. That's right. <laughs> All right, and uh, we'll make this the last question. Here comes the last question. Windows or Mac? <laughs> uh, Windows, and it's I have nothing against Mac. Uh, it's just, I'm just accustomed to Windows. Yeah. Uh, it's just what I grew up with. And Do you remember your first computer? I remember... I remember my first interaction with the computer was in a classroom. Uh, it was in my physics class. And I couldn't tell you what computer it was, but it was like the first. <laughs> the first PC to come out. And it had this black screen with green lettering on it. And I think there was one game. It may have been Oregon Trail mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and yeah, there was just like one in our class. And... I remember one day we interacted with it, but nobody learned anything from it, and so we never we never looked at it again. My my second interaction with the with the computer was when my uh, mom bought, I think the first iMac, the ones with the uh, fluorescent shells, right, the blue yeah. or green or pink, exactly, backing. yeah, yeah. So she got one of those, and uh, that was like revolutionary because that that was when I started downloading things like. AOL right. and doing that kind of instant messaging. Well, that was the whole thing. The I was internet. was like them trying to get out ahead of just like, you know, <laughs> hey, yeah, people might want to use these to yeah, you know, right. have the internet in their home. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, that, that rocked my world. Yeah. So, so then it's, um, but so that, that, that rocked your world. But then like, was there, was, was there like a certain point at which, um, like computers became something that is like an everyday thing where it's like where you just bought a windows computer or, or sort of what, what was the, yeah, what I was guess, the turning point there? Um, I remember, I think it was, I think it was like uh, when I first went to college, I think that's when I got my first computer. That was a windows uh, computer. It was a windows computer. And I think sadly the decision on the computer was not about, the actual operating system is whether I wanted one button on my mouse or two buttons. <laughs> and I wanted two buttons. Oh, man. And therefore, I went with Windows. That's a costly mistake for Apple's engineers. <laughs> they, they should have gone with two buttons. They could have locked down the Keegan Cook vote. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, uh, Keegan, thank you so much for, for being my, uh, my interviewee, my guest on the show. Uh, you were awesome. Um, let's see. I've got another thing. I'm, I'm trying to make myself remember to read. Uh, let's see. That's all the random questions we have time for today. Remember to visit randomquestions.xyz to submit your own random questions. And Keegan, you should do that. Uh, you know, screw over future people I talk yeah. to. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at heyheyesj. And uh, Keegan, is there someplace you want people to find you online? Oh, go to mudwatt.com. Mudwatt.com. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Electricity from mud. It's awesome. That, that's, that's your kid science uh, <laughs> science company that you're talking about that's earlier. Right. Yep. Yeah. Mudwatt.com. All right, well, Keegan, thank you again. Yeah, thank you, Eric. This was a lot of fun. Thank you again to Keegan Cook for coming on the show. Random Questions show music is by Red Eyes and licensed under Creative Commons. Please follow this show on Twitter. We're at randocues. So, like, rando, short for random, and then cues, plural, short for questions. The uh, other usernames I wanted were taken, so what are you going to do? We're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash randocues, same thing as Twitter. And don't forget to submit your own random questions at randomquestions.xyz. See you next time.